this week's episode of Kinky Coffee Time, an adult talk show dedicated to protect and restore the beauty and benefits of healthy BDSM dynamics. Achieved through diverse perspectives from average people like you and us. About, about not so average, average topics, topics like sex, shibari, belts, bondage, aftercare, paddles, discipline, subspace, whack play, submission, subdrop. How do you identify toxic people? In the lifestyle. Hmm. We can we can start off with fake doms. Okay. As an example. And I know that there are the basics of basic signs. And we can go over those as well. But I also would like to dive into the more advanced settings. Advanced settings. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obvious traits, you know, for the most part, well, I think it's how, first of all, how do you look for a dom specifically? Like, what are the resources out there for you to find someone that would meet your needs? based on BDSM uh, in how you identify within. I can only think of a few. I would say, I know, and I'm not advertising or promoting any of these sites, but FetLife being the number one. Number one. In terms of, like, meeting the basic requirements for those that are interested in pursuing the life, lifestyle within BDSM. Um, hmm. And I'm pretty sure there's Reddit groups and I'm saying yeah, right? I'm just saying dating sites, how do you go about finding someone? There's a lot of stuff. I mean... There's a lot of options for dating websites nowadays and that, like applications, you know? Uh, well, first the, of all... The best way is just to kind of put it in your bio, see if someone gets it, you know? Yeah. That, I've seen that. But here's the thing. I think what, I'm, what I want to dive into is how to identify... Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what site you're able to connect to someone with potential to become your dom. It doesn't matter whether you found this person on FetLife. It doesn't matter if you found them on Kick or Twitter <laughs> okay. or Whisper. Yeah. Or even just a regular vanilla dating site. Christian Mingle. I think you've gone a little too far on that one. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> right. But what I am saying is um, looking for those. Looking for the obvious signs because they're all going to have the same or similar signs so that you can identify mm-hmm. the toxic, in this case, the toxic doms, the, 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 the fuck boys, the Google doms, what other terms, the... 
Remember the Tumblr doms? Tumblr used to be so big in that. Oh, yeah. Tumblr was popping. That's where I <laughs> learned about BDSM. Yes. I had all of my resources there. Well, we're going to get some of those basics out of the way. So one of the biggest and most basic one, in my understanding, is usually... And this is just my... And I could be wrong, so... Yeah, but I think you're coming from a good place being a, a dom. The standard. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um... Having your dick as a profile picture. Wait, how many people I mean, actually yes, do that? Plenty. Well, first really? of all, Twitter won't accept it. So you won't see it really? on Twitter. Yeah, the, the minute that you post something uh, sexual, I think they changed your rules. Your profile oh. picture cannot be something explicit. I did not know that. They will remove you. You're right. You they can't even be in your header, right? Not even in your header. Yeah, so they 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 they're strict about that, but but here's the thing. I mean, look look at Fet Life. Fet Life is no. is, is <laughs> specifically Facebook. for BDSM. Uh, yeah. If you have a dick pic on your profile, you are basically saying, "I just want to fuck." Okay. Yeah. That is the message that is being sent to everyone out there. Here's my dick. Is there a woman that finds this dick attractive that wants to fuck? Because, <laughs> and and this is where I'm going to derail off a bit. Okay. And because I got nothing else to offer. Yeah, I guess that It sounds sense. horrible. It's more for, for kink purposes then, right? Be, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's... Not and, someone And, and I am certain that there is an audience for that. Yeah. I mean, I am certain that there is an audience for that. So, Absolutely. there's I've seen profiles with women specifically stating, "I want all the dick pics," and that's fine. That's 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 their kink. I think I the reason why I have a problem with it is because it's something that's right there. Like the first thing that the person identifies with is now I'm looking at your dick, bro. Come on, like front and central. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. And that's true because it's only one part of the man's body. It's not even like I think anything else. For kink reasons, I can totally see why it's kind of exciting or exhilarating to post such a raw part of yourself without attaching an identity to it. I think my issue with that is... Like if they like don't show their face. Right. But here's where I have an issue with that. Okay. I truly believe that in order for you to be or to identify as a dom, as a daddy dom, as a master, as an owner, whatnot, you need to be... You can. You need to try to make an effort with all your being to be the few, like the ones. That's Not the majority. The few. Now, if the majority correct, if the majority are posting dick pics. Don't post it, bro. Right. It's not going. <laughs> it's. I mean. It's. It, I don't think it's going to get you where you need to get if you want to get to the lifestyle at a different level. 
So for me, that that would be my first obvious sign. Now I'm gonna allow you know make room for you ladies to hmm. to express some of those pointers. For how to identify like a fake dawn? Yes. Hmm. I was I was so intrigued by your story. I wasn't even thinking. Let's see, huh? I I think it starts with, like, how they express themselves. Like, say their profile has that dick pic. And then on their profile, like, they've written, like, a bio. But within that bio, you start seeing more of, like, it's self-centered in a way. Like, I've seen that. Or <laughs> like, I've demanding? Seen, yeah, where I've seen plenty of posts from other ladies in the lifestyle where the guy is trying to gain their attention and maybe even like overflattering. Yeah, overflattering but also very demanding when they haven't really established anything with that person. Right. So I, I think I know where you're going with it. If someone <laughs> comes at you, hey, what's up? Where are all them littles at? Where are all them subs at? Come to daddy. Oh those are the ways. Hey daddy Daddy's here. Definitely the worst. <laughs> yeah, if someone is coming at you at your DMs or in a public room and their approach is, What's up, baby girl? Your daddy's here in the house. Get on your knees and beg me. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah. That's like, how. I, I guess I can understand how that's appealing for a certain like, fantasy, maybe. <laughs> But it, being serious and being in the lifestyle, it's not going to go very far. <laughs> Here's where I'm going with this, so that our audience understands. We live the lifestyle 24-7. Therefore, the approach that we take to the lifestyle is going to be more on the serious matters and how they affect your everyday life, the impact that they play in your life, the, the the role that you play in the lifestyle, uh, deeper than just kink play, just from a sexual perspective or scenes or whatnot. Now, we, I personally am, am not trying to kink shame anyone. If you have a very specific kink, and I'm going to go further into details about this. Some people, some doms, some daddy doms, or some men... I then use the term daddy dom very loosely. Oh, like they don't take their role seriously? Correct, but also some, like, some subs, like, also use that term very loosely. They they give that title to someone who hasn't earned it yet. Mm. And, it, and it all starts with the way that we talk about these things. Because I've been in public rooms where, like, oh, I just make, make I just... I just had a horrible experience with a daddy dom that treated me like this and said these things about me. But everything that that sub is, everything that, he, that she's saying about that daddy dom yeah. is not, like, it, it, those aren't traits from someone that is genuine to the lifestyle. So that leads me to believe that the issue, one of the issues could potentially stem from giving, allowing them to carry on that title for the purposes of a kink. 
And I and I feel like I know you know we've we've discussed this in the last episode, you know, kink versus lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. And and the crucial aspect of that is this: if you are in it for the for real, for something serious, for something more committed, something more devoted, something more internal, a deeper and emotional, where, um. You should be guided, but higher standards. You, you, you shouldn't call out to the very first person that hits your DMs, Hey, I'm a daddy dumb and blah, blah, blah. And you automatically like call him daddy within five seconds of engaging in a conversation. If you're going to take the lifestyle serious. Now, if you know that you're just being, uh, playful and kinky and you're not taking this lifestyle serious, then by all means, just as long as you're aware of it. Yeah. You do role play. You right. Do... But if you fuel that person, if you allow them to continue fueling from your energy by by giving them a title they haven't earned, and in their mind... They just, like... Grabbed ownership, or right, and then they implement that into their real life. Then I feel like the, the the whole thing has been built on a lie, and now you have someone that's out and about thinking, okay, well, you know, I, I did this for kink, but now it's real, and now they are misinformed about how to go about defining, I, defining the attributes that you have. As a as a daddy dom, as a dom, as a as an owner, as a master. Mm-hmm. I think Mittens wanted to say something. Yeah, I, the thought I just had was like for a newcomer, they may be very eager to learn about the lifestyle, and someone could be either one of two ways. You could have like a toxic encounter with a dom or like with whatever gender um could be where it's very obvious and they say it from the get-go like hey I want to be your daddy or also very subtle and like make the newcomer feel like oh like they've earned that title from me right because they know more and have more experience and they have that kind of charm and finesse to be able to figure out this person's like very eager and excited. And that's the scary part because they could use that knowledge for not a really good cause. So you're talking about, I think those are advanced settings though. (laughs) You're jumping into advanced settings. That's someone that already knows the tricks of the trade. Someone that already knows how to manipulate the, the lifestyle, how to like, brainwash or whatnot that's incredibly toxic not assessing not acknowledging not acknowledging safe words so we're jumping to the advanced no i'm going to get back to the basics (laughs) okay that's what i was going to ask you i was going to ask you what are traits of someone other than the dick pic because remember okay so how about it's someone that's just showering, that makes every attempt to shower you with sexual praise without a desire to engage in any conversation that makes room for that person 
to get to know you. Okay, like... Like, why isn't it... If someone is genuinely interested in you, why are we talking about how... Why are we trying to generate a scene already? Hey, how about if you take your panties off and you do this and you do that? And how about if, like, I tell you what to do and, you know, why are we talking about those type of things? And why are we not discussing... What are what are your interests? What are your limits? What are your curiosities? Well, for sexual reasons, I guess. Like, right. Well, I'm, I'm, I think it, it goes back to the whole like porn thing. <laughs> right, and that's the sexual aspect of things. And that's if yeah. that's the approach that they want to take. As long as you are in yourself are aware that you're that this person's intentions is only pursuing the lifestyle for the purposes of kink is they're just trying to get off yeah. and 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 there's a there's a a significant truth to uh some of those people because what they do is how they internalize the lifestyle is as something toxic something uh, uh that type of kink is only it's only um okay to do in the bedroom because once I release, I don't want to hear any of that stuff because I don't want to get, you know, get involved with any of that lifestyle. I'm grossed out by the idea of the thing that I, the things that I just did in the bedroom. Some people are like that. Some people, they know how to manage it and they understand that it's part of the lifestyle and they separate those two things and they're able to engage in something kinky and then close the door. And that's just like, that's, that's their life, you know, bedroom kink. And that's that. So we discussed, you know, dick pics. We discussed, you know, uh, the wording in their profile. How about, and I know this sounds, I think one of the basic little, it's not always the case. But I feel like some of the most basic fundamental signs can be as simple as, uh, for example, um, grammar. That's a good one, actually. If someone doesn't I take guess the they time, can't hold a conversation. That I mean, <laughs> if, if they can't engage in a conversation, I, I honestly feel that most of this, the, most of the basic stuff, it can be easily uh, uh, fine-tuned or discovered if you try to engage in a conversation that is non-sexual. And I think one of the bigger issues is this: something that's thrown at me. Like, hey, daddy, Ooh. where are you from? <gasps> oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yes, multiple times. Hey, hey, daddy, not recently, How but... How does that make you feel? It sits heavy on me because I'm not... I'm, I want to be able to give them the benefit of the doubt that their intentions are genuine. They just don't know how to go about it. Yeah, that's not the And nine approach. out of ten times, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten times, that they are talking out of their sexual frustration. Oh, okay. A, a desired for a level of release. Because, oh, and, I, and I'm also identi- able to identify that this, those conversations are really not going to go anywhere. They just want some sort of, like, attention. You know, yeah. like, look at me, I'm here, like, worship it's me. It's a quick fix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Worship me, I'm, you know, and then 
obviously that because it doesn't lead anywhere it's the, you're only going to get as as me as a daddy dumb you're only going to get hit up when that person is in that headspace not when it's tuesday and they're struggling at work and you and you and yourself <laughs> as a daddy dom you're trying to you're trying to get to know someone at, at the real level you know as a dom you're trying to well there's an audience of those fake doms that will fall for that too right they like the perfect match for each other what do you mean like the fake doms that are merely sexual that you find online right are reaching for a specific audience of submissives <laughs> Who are just looking for attention. Right. That That's why it's so crucial for for us to be able to separate yeah. the 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 oranges from the apples. <laughs> and say, okay, well, you're, are you're you on this pile? Yes. Or are you on this pile? And I think nobody really talks about those things because we don't... I guess one of them has a, a worse connotation. I, I don't understand where that... They're just different. Right. I'm saying the way that it's perceived. Yeah. And and in general, the way that the lifestyle is perceived. Anybody that says, oh, you're calling this person daddy? Like, what is wrong with you? Or like, you let that person beat you? What is wrong with you? It's just so much to internalize that you've heard it so many times that now you feel that something is truly wrong with you because you're interested in this lifestyle. Because I want to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is fun. Well, exciting. What are other traits that you feel then? Engaging in a conversation was a really good one. So now I'm like, I don't think I have anything to top that. Let me hold on. Let me think about it. Let's see. Oh, mittens. <laughs> um, maybe claiming to have a lot of experience to be like, oh, I've I've been. Like, you know, with X amount of, like, submissives. Or, oh, like, or, or flip side, I guess. Like, the submissive saying, hey, I've had, like, so many encounters with different doms. Like, <laughs> you know what brings me, reminded me of that, that guy that had that Twitter account that was, uh, oh. I, I saw him on Twitter and he was extremely popular. He had over 10,000 followers. He had his own uh, YouTube channel. Yes. And he was very popular with the ladies because because he represented the aesthetics, the, aesthetics, the yeah. Pinterest perfection of what a daddy dom should be, quote unquote. <laughs> you know, he, he was tattooed. He had that beard going on. He, 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 you know, he would show... Uh, excerpts of scenes that he would be engaged in with like deep, like hardcore, uh, scenes, sexual scenes and whatnot. And it was, yeah. but the thing is, when I saw him the first time, I started scrolling through his page and I was like, I, I think I was just more fascinated at the amount of people that were following him more than his content. And then I internalized that. I said, am I what, like, why am I? convicted about everything that's being posted here if this is what i enjoy in the lifestyle it was not a good representation uh i mean i think he was also like a type of sex worker right i think so so. he was producing content like the issue then became that he got canceled quick because submissives started coming out 
Yeah, they were claiming that he was being... Abusive? Yeah. And misleading? Yeah. And lying and cheating? And then he took advantage, I think. Take advantage? Or her, like, like, didn't... Um, didn't participate in safe words or something. And that's the I thing. Can't remember exactly. That's the thing. I, I, that's the issue. I felt inside when I saw that profile for the first time. I was like, "There is something wrong with this situation. This person in particular." And I didn't see what everybody else saw. I, did, you know, he had fifteen, maybe ten to fifteen thousand followers. I don't know how many followers he had. What do you think made you skeptical, though? I felt like it was. An act. Yes. Okay, more than yes. anything else. That's the best way to explain it. And I felt like he was uh, targeting a very specific audience. Yes. I. It felt like he was using his quote-unquote fame to take advantage of like new submissives, kind of. Yes. Like, it was kind of a cover-up to say, hey, like, do content with me. Like, I know what I'm doing. Correct. And because right? it was aesthetically appealing. It's so he, glamorous. Like, the, 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 the crowd grew. Yeah. Like, he had all of the attributes of, like, your fantasy, quote-unquote, like, Christian Grey. Right? That was right. the whole yeah, that unprofessional. Was yeah, it, it was interesting, like. Even, I understood what you were saying, how, like, it felt like it was an act. It didn't feel, I think we put, I think you posted about it, too. There was someone who made, like, a TikTok doing something very similar. And you're like, these are things that are to be done, like, intimately with your partner, not to be shared. Because then it comes off cringy. I think what it is, is yeah, it's, a, it's an act. Like, somebody needs to put up a front in order to gain something. You're like trying too hard, kind of? Trying too hard? I think it goes even deeper than that to say like, and and, and okay, and don't get me wrong, but I'm going to say this. I don't think that that particular character, and this is what blows my mind. Mm-hmm. What was he like, Beck for Jay or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, it blows my mind to know, to think internally that he doesn't even belong in the advanced settings profile. Because for me, it was obvious that there was something wrong and I couldn't understand why, like, submissives were fueling this type of, like, attitude. Um, they get too eager to explore. So when someone fits that criteria of being a dominant and they have, like, that amount of popularity, they seem credible and, like, the way they communicate... Like, he didn't... I I saw... Unreachable. Two, yeah. <laughs> I saw one of two of his videos, admittedly, and... You, you like, were a victim of his wraith. No, I, like, saw through that. Like, but... Because he would rub me the wrong way, the way he could communicate. But I could see why a lot of people were interested in him. Because he didn't, like, come off... The wrong way, but if you pay attention to the way he words things or worded or phrased things, like to someone that like doesn't have experience, it sounds good. But for someone that does have experience or has been in a bad situation, when you hear that phrase, you're like, "Oh, like, why would you say <laughs> this that?" This is a red flag. Like, uh, like yeah. it's very like 
subtle approach. Yeah, and that's the thing. I I can I don't consider those advanced settings advanced settings for me. Okay. And I've and I I I've read about these stories. If you go on FET and you, there's so much so much to read, a lot of material and people giving advice and uh, particular rooms that are not necessarily for dating. It's more for understanding the lifestyle and online classes and stuff like that. Yeah. But some people and I've read some of these stories and some people um, who claim claimed ownership or collared someone to to slave 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 masters dynamics and somehow gotten to a level where like they've stripped with with the permission of the sub is stripped their rights they're not their rights but their, yeah their 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 will their their decision making oh and so I think I think some of these come into terms of, and I know that some of these in the lifestyle consensual in a consensual aspect of things where they both are consenting adults and they agree to that. I think now that those are difficult because they're kind of flying like under the radar per se because uh, the submissive is willing to uh, commit to this role of making an attempt to lose her identity within as a slave. And you, you, you feel like there's a, there's an issue with that? I feel like that, that it is a very risky position to be in because Put you have the potential in. to get lost into and so invested in someone. And so now you're placing yourself in, the, in danger in the hands of someone without actually getting to know that person in complete depth because even for me as a daddy dom that sounds extremely dangerous that i have a submissive that is giving me full control of everything that is, she needs to decide in, in her life and that to me i feel that if i'm at any given point not in the right state of mind, oh. then how do I know what's best for her if her own instincts don't kick in? Like that, those are the things that make her... Right. Or make them who they are. Correct. Like <laughs> the, 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 the very clear signs that something is off will be completely oblivious to a submissive that has given up her identity like she doesn't know she she's gotten into a headspace where she's just like i don't have to think that's why i have him you don't think there are certain submissives who could or certain people who pay that yes i do but i also I, i'm also like how do you deal with that how do how do you come to terms of like checking in how do you how how do you assess that situation? How do you... I mean, we all have a basic fundamental need to live. And how do you live with without an identity? Or or is that your identity? And that's a that's a really hard topic for me. I don't understand it, and I and I want to be able to. So maybe you know if we have. Uh, Master-slave dynamics? Yeah. 
I'd like to get some input. I don't know a lot about what, yeah those dynamics either. I, I don't know a lot about them either, but what I was going to say is if we're going, to, we're explaining how to find, like, or what are the signs of, like, a fake dom or mm-hmm. um, not a um, reliable resource of information, I think in that kind of dynamic, then it's more important to get to know both parties and if their intention is taking away the integrity of someone or their sole focus is like receiving and not giving to someone that's like a sign that they're not good for a submissive right but but momo is addressing and she's saying okay but there are submissives that desire and crave just that yeah they want to play a role of they want to play a real. They want to. They identify, and they want to. They want to lose their identity, essentially. That there are women. That there are people who are okay with that, or I don't know. I I think it can come from a place of having gone through so much that just they don't want to. Like it's a way of feeling powerful we, and powerless at the same time. I don't know. I guess the advice that I would that I would probably give a friend who is pursuing that in the lifestyle would be that despite of whatever that may be, that you still need to have rules. Yeah. You can't walk out into a situation like that without established rules. There needs to be stuff discussed beforehand. Yes. Now, I I guess the best way to put it, it's like this. If I'm going to engage with a submissive slave who desires... To experience, first of all, if someone desires to experience that with me, I am most comfortable engaging in those type of scenes with someone in a controlled environment more so than in a twenty four seven situation. So, oh. obviously, in a controlled environment, I'm 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 going to discuss safe words. I'm going to establish a timeline so that we are both in like aware of the timeline. We're we're going to establish those type of things. So that that person is able to experience that in a controlled setting where there's safeguards in place. Now, if other couples who are potentially new to the lifestyle want to engage into anything deeper, obviously do your your research because I I don't have any experience in that area. (laughs) But I would say that one of the very most and most important things is what one, do your research together. Two, set ground rules. Don't have any, I mean, the basic fundamentals of unspoken rules, yes, but have in-depth rules, or maybe even written rules. And then set a time, a a period of time, in which you are able to um, assess in a setting that you've created in writing potentially where you are both on equal terms so for example okay let's if we want to engage with this lifestyle at a a deeper level how about we try this for 30 days and we meet at the copacabana in Like a time, um, a time frame, yeah. Yeah, on December something, you know, something that's like, and you sit down on those terms, 
and now like you're speaking outside of the contract or you you put an expiration date on that contract and review the terms and conditions of what worked and didn't work yeah a certain level of checking in correct yeah i guess that bring that made me think of maybe another trait or something that can be seen as a red flag when you're talking to potential quote unquote doms or submissives when you try to engage with them Let's say for the, in this example, we'll use a dom. You're talking to a dom and the dom says, um, I own, like, they make it seem as if the dom is higher than the sub, but the sub is less than. Right. That is, that is, that that might fall right in between. (laughs) Yeah, because because if you come at someone and be like, well, I'm the dumb and you're the sub and you're supposed to listen and you're supposed to... Yes. That they and that happens a lot. Correct. Probably the most. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's one that can help a lot to distinguish. Because a, a, a dom that makes a statement saying, I am better than you... Right. Or I, I am I'm above more you. than you. That's not a good sign. It never is. You want someone that's going to treat you... That recognizes... Y- your value. Your place. Yes. That the roles are meant to be equal. Correct. In a lifestyle. Equal but different. Correct. If you um, identify as a dom... You are, and and I think earlier earlier in one of those podcasts, we discussed the whole situation of like, okay, well, does that mean that an alpha dom is a, is above a regular dom? <laughs> and, I, and the answer to me is no. If somebody wants to identify as an alpha dom because they're part of a pack, I, I don't, I've heard of these things where like there's yeah. other doms and he's the leader of the doms. I don't know how that works. I don't think that. We don't know enough about it. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is. Is that that your your submissive your dom? You guys are at equal levels. You're equal v- v- value, if you must. And there's gonna be submissives who are gonna think that they're meant to be less than a dom. And that's those like. I feel like that's a bad way to to perceive it or think of it. That is, that that can go into. Into a deeper aspect of like, okay, so then what are your real motives of being in the lifestyle? Like, I just don't want to think, or I don't want to make decisions. Where Where is that coming from? Is it someone who's being reasonable and level-headed, or are they trying to run away from their problems? Like, you don't It could be both, though. It could that, be someone that's, you know? like, completely aware. It's dangerous ground. It is dangerous ground. That's why the communication is so important. Of course. You know, you create and establish a level of transparency where you can sit down with someone and tell them exactly what you don't want. Yeah. And that's why you're saying if they can engage in a conversation, that's like the biggest. Be able to express your needs, but also be able to ask the tough questions. Yeah. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's the thing. (laughs) That's what I always say. I can sit here and I I can break down... From my experience, how I need, how I am able and capable of using a flogger, how I can use rope, uh, paddles, 
and I have my strategy and I have 10 years under my belt or more. And that's, that's the experience that I have. But none of that means shit if I don't know my submissive. And how to check in with them. How, how do, how are those tools going to work with her? Uh, I understand that I have that experience, but the experience in that submissive is zero. You have no experience with this submissive, so why are you going to base it off of other uh, base it off? Well, in part, yes, your experience helps you, but if you, how are you using your experience? Are you using it for growth or for selfish? So are you trying to you know go online and create these? facades that are like visually uh admirable or if it's all just a fantasy pretty much if you're just trying to play these mental games with people because you feel like that's how they're gonna fall that's how they're gonna like you or or you're trying to create a persona (laughs) that yeah but that's that's what the internet's for i saw earlier (laughs) on a a tiktok that they uh, they were interviewing a childish gambino and he was saying you know how hard it is to be a rapper? And then the guy's like, and live a normal life? Like With the interviewer, he's like, can you explain what you're trying to mean? He's like, okay. You, you, you're you rapping about all these hearts. I'm not going to word it word, word for word, but I'm going to give you the, the primary message. Yeah. He basically said, you're out there on the mic and you're rapping about all these like hardcore things, right? But then that's now it's Tuesday and you're at the market. <laughs> And the fan wants to take a picture, you know, you got to put that hardcore face on. Oh, be all tough. Right. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's the persona. That's the character that you've created. And if you feel that there's a character that you need to sustain, then your priorities could be in the wrong uh, order. And I'm not saying yeah. this. If, obviously, if this is what you want and this is your thing and you enjoy the kink aspects of those things, that's perfectly fine. But what I'm saying is, if you want to become invested in someone else that's taking the lifestyle serious, you don't have to put up a front. No. If anything... Those qualities should just kind of come out, I guess. Or like be, flow organically. Yeah, yeah. Like be present, but not flaunt it. Correct. Flaunt. Flaunt it. Flaunt it. Flaunt it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. If you are uh, interested in, and, and again, and I'm going to go back to you know, the whole, uh, those, those, that, what you just said is, is being, feeling that you are above your, your sub. That if someone comes at you and be like, and they're like, this is what you need to do. Because I said so, and blah, 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 and you're just like, oh. Now obey. What? <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. If you're interested in investing, wanting to invest in the lifestyle, don't get caught up in that. Yeah. That's not going to go anywhere good. Yeah. What's another one? Does anyone have another one? How about... <sighs> well, I think in, in diving into... The, the, further into the people that have the experience. There are a lot of doms in FetLife that have the followers and they have the experience and they have the aesthetics as well. They have beautiful photography, multiple subs, and, and there, and there may be some good ones out there that, you know, that they, they, they're entertainers. 
They're into shibari. You learn a lot from them. All the cool stuff. I think the other obvious signs is people that want to jump into it immediately. They just want to go from A to Z in one round. Oh, like, where are you from? Oh, you're nearby. Oh, let's meet. Oh, let's, let's do this. Let's already engage in this and this and this and that. And they haven't even discussed the basics. They haven't discussed their hard limits and their soft limits. And here's the thing. Yeah. I feel that that is a very general rule that applies to anyone, whether you're in it for kink or you're in it for 24-7. If you are not talking about your hard limits and soft limits, then what are you doing? Like, why are you not discussing these things that are important? Yeah, people need to, like, if you're going to engage in something at that level, something serious, you want to you wanna be able to have a conversation so that you don't feel as if you're getting involved with a situation that's going to end up hurting you. Yeah, if you're not establishing... Uh, if that person, if you're, if you're not asking the right questions to, and I think it takes, it, it takes an effort on your end to push the boundaries of your limits so that you get to know someone else. Now I know that it's conflicting because there are, there are a lot of introverted submissives that have trouble overcoming Disgusting. The basic fundamentals of things, you know, when you're internalizing your, your, your levels of anxiety where you don't feel like you're even capable of picking up the phone and ordering a pizza. Hmm. Right? Yes. But. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> and, and, and jumping from there to like, how dare do I ask this experienced Dom what his capabilities are? Why do I question him? Why am I uh, doubting his experience? Clearly, he knows what he's doing. He's Cle- not the one, sis. If you're asking <laughs> yourself those questions. No, it's not that. I think I think you have to build the courage to um, speak it- about these things. Here's my advice. Okay. Have a list of unbreakable topics that you must discuss with this person. Even if you're just going to experience something at a kink level. Like have a a certain amount of questions that will lead you to understand what their intentions are and how do they affect, impact your kinks, your desires. Yeah. If you only have 10 questions, then base it off of those 10 questions. If you... You know, uh, what is your, you know, what, ask the person, deal what, breakers, no? what are your deal breakers? Yeah. It's good to have deal breakers. If you have, if you have certain, you know, certain things that you experienced from a traumatic background, your triggers discuss triggers. Yeah. Hey, you know, what are your triggers? What do you enjoy about the lifestyle? Sometimes it's the basic fundamentals that you can just ask if you ask someone hey what do you like most about bdsm and if someone gets offended by you asking those questions then it's better they get offended now than when you're fully naked and they're hurting you yes exactly even just asking the right questions can give you 
lots of feedback about this person. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes all you have to do is ask the the basic ones. But one of the biggest ones is like, what do you enjoy most about BDSM? You're asking me? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. What I like about BDSM is that I can do, I guess I call it like power exchange. Right. Mm, kind of. Um, it's like I am able to put myself in a headspace that's controlled and safe and I can just let go. I love that. I think it helps me feel more connected with myself and understanding like what are the things that have like bothered me, what are the things that make me happy, a certain level of like, like not having to worry, being in good hands, not having to think or dwell on responsibilities, um, anxieties that are just creeping up on me. I can let go and still know I'm going to be okay. That's good. I like that. What about you, Mittens? I think for me is it's the ability to learn and grow through different experiences and parts and aspects of who I am and myself. So as a submissive and as a kitten, being able to um, exchange that with you, which is my dom, um, and being able to like just express myself a lot better. Okay. But the thing is, is that if you ask a question, this this question to a dom or someone that's posing as a dom, you're gonna get a completely different answer. You can turn around and be like, "Well, you know." I want to make you my my pretty slut. I just want to. I want to. You know. I want to choke you and I want to beat you and and then you're like, "Whoa!" I want to see you beg me. Yes, I want <laughs> you on your knees begging for daddy. Oh goodness. Then you know that you need to go, you need to bounce, you need to block this person, <laughs> yeah. you need to report them. I don't know. Because Whatever it is. you're not looking for your growth or benefit. It's more like well, if it's a, Again, yeah. Again, if it's a kink and that's what you want to, that that's fine. You know? I'm yeah. talking about if you're seeking true potential in someone for the sake of how you identify and what you want from the lifestyle. But if someone, someone's coming at you and they're like, just just trying to come at you hardcore without wanting to get to know being you. Being all tough. Can I add being more empowered is something I enjoy about being in a BDSM yeah. lifestyle can, or relationship. Empowered. Yeah. What, can that you explain fe- that? Yeah. Um, I think one of the components or one of the things I was trying to explain earlier was if like a dom doesn't allow the integrity of their sub to shine through it could be detrimental but I guess in my case or speaking for myself if I'm given the opportunity to grow and learn and actually be empowered in what I'm saying where no one's forcing me to be who I want to be or telling me who the best version of me is Or dictating how I feel, how I think, and what it is I want in life, then that's beautiful to me. Like, that's what makes me happy to be able to explore more. Because if it was the opposite way, then it's like something I would walk away from. 
or not be happy with and I think that's at least my pursuit is to be happy in who I am and why I do things the way I do. That's good. That's yeah. Good. That's why the roles are meant to be equal. Yes. <laughs> and and the thing about it is is as a as a dom, when I've made an attempt to engage in these type of conversations, it's been clear to me without the person the submissive having to say it it's been very clear based on their actions that their sole purpose was just to fuck around. And I feel like if they would have said that from the get go, then That's a different story. it would have been a different topic. We would have, we wouldn't have been, you know, don't, don't come at me with, I'm interested in the lifestyle, uh, 24 shot. And then you, we start talking about in the moment and what you want in the moment. And you're not interested <laughs> in getting to know me. You know, forgetting to know me. You're just interested in the certain aspects of kink or even something that, you know, it's just online and you just want to get off. I don't know. It's, it's important that we talk about these things. It's important that you recognize these traits in, in fake doms that. What about fake submissives? What are No, wait. Have we, have we, have, were we done with advanced settings and all of that stuff? Mm, for doms? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I want to get into uh, an even deeper, deeper, deeper uh, uh, scenarios where um, the the signs are not necessarily obvious, and I think that falls into wanting to be recognizing what gaslighting is. Mm. You need to be very aware of the word gaslighting because it's going to shock you to know that you've been gaslighted for this long and you didn't even know it. Someone was being manipulative in your life telling you narcissistic, telling you what you need to know. Telling you how you're doing things wrong. Yeah, they're being possessive. Yeah, they're not showing you how to do things right. They're not interested in getting to know you. Yeah, they're interested in how you're going to get to know them. They're interested in how you're going to benefit them. Yeah. Priorities. And sometimes those are the hardest traits to recognize because... Those seem in correlation to what people anticipate a dom needs to be. You're my property. You do what I tell you to do. You're going to do this as I said so because you have no say so. Or, or, or the most advanced aspects of it where you're like, no, it's like, I don't think you know. You don't know enough, you know. I, I know what's best for the two of us. Just leave that to me. You have no, like, you don't really analyze the situation as you should. You're not going to get it right. You're not going to get it right. You're you're always fucking up. Oh. I'm getting anxious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Because this creeps up on you. Like, it, like that... gaslighting, like, doesn't happen in, like, one, like, instant. It, like, or it, there is instances or short. It kind of, like, 
a person that utilizes that with others are sometimes sneaky about it. Like, they start very charming, and they don't necessarily show you right the get-go who, like, their intentions. And I don't think even throughout the, like, relationship they could have with someone, they actually show their intention. It's only till later when they cause more damage till you realize exactly what it is they're doing. They make you think that there's nothing wrong. Like, there's nothing that you could possibly think of that's shady until, like, you have that, like, moment of, like, oh, aha, Mm -hmm. and start to realize that, oh, yes, like, something's obviously not wrong. The smartest, maybe, I don't know if I could call it smart, but the best gaslighters know how to be able to have you believe everything's okay yeah it's emotional and they get they, they, <laughs> they use it to their advantage the emotional intelligence they they're aware how to manipulate your feelings yeah it's like if they're constantly trying to leave you in a state of confusion in a state of questioning and doubting then they're going to be ahead of the game yeah and they start off with the minimal of things they start they start off by discrediting the obvious, and and I and you know, I've read I've read a lot about this, but it's it starts off with the basics, like, hey, um, have you seen my keys? No. You know, mm-hmm. I I left them in that counter right above that that speaker, and and in your mind is like, and in your mind you know that that's you know complete polar opposite, but I convince you that I left them there and that you took them. I convince you that that I left the keys on top of the speaker and you took them. And then all of a sudden, right, you two days later are washing his pants and you find the keys in his pants. And then that person turns around and says, well, you must have put them there. What? And you're thinking like, wait, no, that's that doesn't make any sense. Why would I put your, your keys in your pants? Well, you don't think that you, you know, they start reinventing ways to make that person believe that what they're saying is true from the get-go. And what it does, it starts disconnecting your thoughts of logical sensibility. Like it alters your reality. It alters your reality. Yeah. You start thinking, holy shit, I'm always forgetful. Maybe he's right. Maybe she's right. Maybe they're right. And, and these people are extremely manipulative because they know where to target you. Why do you think they do it? It's a power trip. It's, it's, an, it's a way of, of being in charge and knowing the, the <sighs> outcome of any scenario. It reminds me of um, that movie that we watched. Which one? With the where the mom comes to the hospital. Oh, you're talking about where the heart is. Where the heart is with Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's we rewatched it. It's it's brainwashing at its ultimate level. Where she comes back and like, yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, and takes advantage and never shows up. That that's really what it is. I've I've essentially I've not necessarily just convinced you that what I'm telling you. Is the right answer. I feel I've inflicted a doubt in you into your own reason. 
That's so interesting. I feel like sometimes the people who do that is because they've somehow convinced themselves. Yeah, I mean, if they have the power to convince themselves, they can. They have the power to convince others. They may have the power to convince others. But those are the difficult ones to recognize because sometimes you get so caught up and so invested or how you feel that you've invested so much time in this person that you're so close to make them change for you. Or what about like the people who get stuck in situations where it's a cycle of, of patterns of behavior from a person where they come off very charming, right? In the beginning, they're good, they're happy, they're getting their way. And then down the road, something doesn't go how it, it's, it was planned in their mind. And then they lash out in a very um, unhealthy way. In a very exaggerated and extreme way. And now you're, you're stuck thinking, oh my gosh, like, this person's convinced me that what it, like, the way he's behaving is my fault. Yeah, but they don't get to that point. They're just at that point. They're just like, it is my fault. Yeah. The reason why they're like that is because I created. They were perfectly fine, and as a result of me, now I've ruined this person. Wow, I never even thought about that because I, I. It's it's called. It has a name, and I know it has a name. It's like this cycle that people can get stuck in of like, you know, spurs of happiness followed by, uh, like, um, outlash. Right. And anger episodes. And then they try to repair and it ends up being manipulative again because this person's like, well, I'll like, this is what's going to make me happy if you do this. Because that person, the submissive who thinks is the reason why things went bad to begin with is trying to be like, well, what can I do to make you happy? Right. And the dom's like, oh, okay, now you're going to listen to me. Like, this is what you need to do so that I can forgive you. Wow. And then they'll do it because they want to submit. Keep them happy? Yes, they want to see them happy. They want to know that, like, what they're doing is what's going to bring a smile to their face or, or change the mood. Like, they somehow become responsible and fearful because of them, they're they're in charge of their happiness. Correct. And that also can stem from the fact that you struggle with the idea of making yourself happy, so you push to make others happy. Yeah. It's people pleasing. Yes, it is people pleasing. And it's heavy. I believe I can believe it's heavy. I can't do it. I gotta be real with people. It'll be too heavy on me to pretend to be some something or pretend. Or please others before making sure that I'm okay. Yeah, I think the difficult part, I mean, in learning about myself and and experiences I've had in my own personal life, things I've, like, slowly learned about myself. Um, I know people-pleasing could come from, like, your childhood background, and... It's hard to outgrow. I mean, I'm not saying it's like a challenge or something that's like permanent. But as a submissive to other submissives, and I guess my advice is it's like to keep learning about yourself and your love languages and the approaches or things that you've learned 
from your background, good and bad. Like the bad things that may have shaped you in order to know like where you could fall short in approaching the lifestyle and someone else for a dominant. Um, I feel a lot of times you get really eager or yeah, really eager and excited to learn and explore without actually wanting to invest in yourself. And it's hard. It's scary because a lot of like your experiences may not have been good. Um, your background, family, whatever you've experienced in your life have may have been very traumatic. And I think it's important to just deal with that first and not trying to run or sprint headfirst into something that may cause more harm than benefit to you. The more educated you become about the lifestyle, the easier it's going to be for you to recognize negative traits in anyone. Because you don't have, it doesn't have to be a dom that you're seeking and you need to filter them and recognize their, their negative or toxic traits. You can easily find a community of submissives and the, the wrong submissive, you as a submissive with the wrong submissive is going to give you the wrong idea of how to find the right person or how to engage with someone like that. Yeah, it's... Mm. <laughs> That's tricky because I, I keep thinking now, I keep thinking about the submissives who have somehow come across the lifestyle and believe that this person that they're in love with that is toxic or is not healthy has potential. Right. Right. And that's a very important point because I've also encountered a ton of submissives that are genuinely interested in the lifestyle, that have come to me and say, hey, listen, I don't know how to talk to my Boy. current boyfriend. I think he has boyfriend. dominant traits. I want to make him a dom. And Can you talk to them? Can you talk to them? <laughs> and, the, and my issue with this is very, very simple. Being or identifying or wanting to pursue the lifestyle as a don, it doesn't initiate from, maybe, maybe he, through you, he's able to uh, understand more about the lifestyle, but it doesn't make him, make him any less or more dominant in the beginning. I, I guess what I'm saying is, that's not that shouldn't be your call. There's a difference in when a submissive approaches it in by saying, "Oh, my boyfriend, um I am a submissive and I want my boy boyfriend to be a part of it." Like some someone tell me what I need to do to make them a dom, right? Right. Versus a submissive who is more interested in the lifestyle and is looking for questions to be like I feel as if my dom has these qualities that are um like dominant traits but they are very timid or they um will only do it in certain occasions and I don't know how to talk about it more with them do you get what I'm saying yes and that's where you do collective research if they should be again if both of you are equal both roles are equal both roles should make an attempt to pursue 
that level of education. Yeah, it needs to be a mutual interest. I'm always open. I've always told, when someone comes at me with those type of things, I say, hey, why don't you have him hit me up? I can talk to him. Just, I can talk to them. I don't care uh, uh, if they're being genuine, if they're curious. I'm not going to come out like, you need to do this. No, I would like to just, I have a deeper understanding of what their motives behind it. It, it, it. And in, in certain occasions when I have talked to someone and that person's like, well, I just want to, you know, I just want to make her happy or something. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> what? So have you ever come across like someone who did have potential? Yeah, or? plenty. Yeah? Yes. That's good. I, I, I've had, I have, tom, I have See, had conversations. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, what it is, it's I've, for example, I ran into someone that, was had always been interested in the lifestyle but was not necessarily interested in the aspects of like the impact play the, the bruising and all of that was the physical some, stuff? somewhat intimidating to him at that level and so when okay. i correct and so when i started talking to him i i started explaining to him that he doesn't have to be a participant of any of that that doesn't make you any less or more dumb if that's not your thing that's just not your thing Okay. And so we kind of, he kind of started explaining to me that he has more inclination inclinations towards being a caregiver. So he had more uh dom uh, you know within CGL like caregiver. Yeah. That, oh, that, that that's what's something that I expressed to him is like you need to pursue this aspect. And so they're like I send them resources and they're like whoa like now I feel like I found something that's more in tune with what I want. Because I don't, I'm not in, I'm not a masochist or a, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not a sadist. I don't receive pleasure from like hurting others and whatnot. And so we kind of engage in that conversation, but that was a really good approach. That's cool. Yeah, it kind of opens up the door. Hmm. So thank you again. <laughs> we hope that you tune in. You can yes, follow us please. on Twitter at DTLG underscore lifestyle. lifestyle. Or visit our website at ddlglifestyle.com. Yeah. And send us a note. Send us an email. Let us know how you feel. We want to know what it is that you guys are interested in hearing about. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.